0: Okay, welcome to Royal Ladies um, Empire Podcast. This is what the Royal Spotlight? Okay, uh, where we're dedicated to unity, mental maturity, and personal development, as well as information pertaining to education, entertainment, and entrepreneurship. In the observance of today, Dr. Martin Luther King Day, we are going to speak on the support that he got from his wife. Coretta Scott King. Today, we have with us Apollo.
1: What's
0: up? You want to tell people about yourself? Because we you are our guest.
1: Alright. So, uh, I am Apollo, guys. And you're following me as the artist for Voyager from Voyager Radio for Voyager Dynasty, entertainment, co-host, actually host, DJ of Voyager Radio 607, model, artist, Co-artist, uh, uh, co-manager, producer, entrepreneur, all of us.
0: Yes, all of that. <laughs> and a very special guest over here on Royal Ladies Empire Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for being with us today. <laughs> so today, today obviously is Dr. King's day, right? And um, over here, Royal Ladies Empire, we wanted to do something different and acknowledge, you know, the woman that stood beside Dr. King throughout his journey in the fight for civil rights. And I want to read you something, okay? Because I want to read you some stuff I found out. Now, I got all my information through Wikipedia, okay? That's where I got this information from. And I learned a lot of new stuff that I wanted to share with you, okay? So, you ready? You want to know what I know? Okay, I'll tell you what I learned. Okay. So, here we go. So, Dr. King's wife, Coretta Scott, right? was born April 27th, 1927 in Highburger, Alabama. Her paternal grandmother, who was formerly enslaved, delivered Coretta Scott in her parents' home. Coretta's parents didn't have much education, but otherwise were still, were still successful people. And they really encouraged, you know, their children to get an education. Okay? She first began schooling in one room. it was a, a one-room elementary school. And then she went on to Lincoln Normal School, which was an all-black school in Marion, Alabama. There, she followed in her mother's musical footsteps by joining the choir. She also played the trumpet and the piano. She graduated Lincoln Normal um, as a valedictorian in 1945. While she was still a senior in high school, she enrolled at Antioch College in Yellow Springs, Ohio. She faced some difficulties at the college, so she ended up transferring to New England Conservatory of Music in Boston after she won a scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> and while she was also, you know, at this college, you know, she had um, joined the NAACP as well. And then she had some little issues at this college that, you know, if you want to, you can go to Wikipedia and read in depth on it, all about it, what she went through. But nevertheless, just to get past that hurdle, she applied for a scholarship at the Newman Conservatory, okay. and she got it. So that's why, you know, she went over there. That
1: goes to
0: say, it's more there. There you go. There you go. It was there she met Dr. King. He knew immediately upon meeting her, she would be his wife. Even though she was uncertain, she still continued to see him. A couple of weeks into them, Um, Dating, Dr. King wrote his mother to tell his mother that he met his future wife. Then they went on afterwards to meet each other's parents and everything. And Coretta did have to contemplate the possibility of not being able to further her dreams in music. Why? Why? Do you know why, babe? Uh, she, she had to
1: make a choice of sacrifice between his dreams or her dreams.
0: Right. Because he was going to go on to become a pastor.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, his family were... In the day right? Yeah. And they were a little skeptical, like, you know, with her doing... That she would have to give that basically her musical right. dream up to be able to support his, obviously. Right. Right. So he went on to be, um, he went on to become, okay, so he went on to um, become a pastor and um, what else? So he went on to become a pastor, but what ultimately ended up happening, um, they announced their engagement on Valentine's Day. Um, they did end up marrying on June 18th, 1953 and, um, Dr. King's father performed a ceremony on his front lawn. Coretta had the vow to obey her husband removed from the ceremony. Okay. Which was, you know, controversial for that time, but she had it removed and you can kind of understand why. She did receive her degree from the conservatory and her and Dr. King moved to Alabama. Um, which where he went on to become the pastor of the Dexter Avenue Baptist church. This is the moment where she realized that her life was changing. Yes, her life changed. She did become a wife. She did become a mother, but she had like an even bigger change that came. And that was to become a part of one of the biggest life-changing moments in history, the Civil Rights Movement. She was still able to utilize her talents in the Civil Rights Movement by orchestrating concerts to help connect the audience to the message um, that, um, you know, obviously the, you know, her husband and the host and all the other Civil Rights leaders were trying to convey to the public. Coretta and Dr. King um, faced so much difficulties and resistance during the civil rights movement, but they stayed by each other's side throughout all of it. You know, they even have like some wiretaps of them, you know, going back and forth arguing, but that's to happen in any type of marriage or whatever. But nevertheless, they got through it.
1: How about
0: I say, that's
1: a normal way to say between two people in a marriage, you know what I'm saying? Right. disagreements, not really, you know what I'm saying, but with each other wants or whatever it takes Right. It's normal, you
0: know what I'm saying? So,
1: that right there, that that's gone that's up a So bit.
0: Yes, I agree. I definitely agree on that. You're
1: telling you remembrance of me and you a lot, you know what
0: I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah. we get into that in a second <laughs> no but I mean, seriously no know, know, but seriously the, the every every. no no I know it was argument. the argument it was just saying like the ups and downs the ins and outs
1: no no I was talking about that part oh. I was mainly discussing about the child's tribulations that they had to the go you know, the same thing with my, you know we're adoring ourselves,
0: you
1: know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, at, at the same time we, we like life. Things. And
0: then we also have a lot of people who envy what we do. You know what I'm saying? Inside of our business, what it may be, and wants to cause division and Yeah. You know, so it, 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 it's cause division or try to like you said, uh <laughs> like a like a I don't wanna say like a a um a, a a replication to some degree to certain in certain things, yeah. But yeah, you're right. <clears throat> you're right. So what else is there? What else is there? So she was able. Okay, so she was able to still able to to to, to um. carry on with her music, her musical talent, even though, you know, she married him, you know what I mean? And even though he took on this big, this big historical fight, you know, she was still able to squeeze herself in, in some kind of way where she got to orchestrate the choir and everything. Because, you know, music is a big part of the message. Is it not?
1: It's a main part of the message. People don't believe it. Don't believe it really is a main part. Mm Mhm. That's how we got through for all these centuries and all these years. All the music.
0: That's dope. So Coretta Scott, um, did criticize the sexism of the civil rights movement. Um, In January 1996, in New Lady magazine, she said this, not enough attention has been focused on the roles played by women in the struggle. By and large, by men have formed the leadership in the civil rights struggle, but women have been the backbone of the whole civil rights movement. I like that she said that because that is very true. That was the main reason why I wanted to do the observance and the remembrance of Dr. King this way because, yes, he's historical. Yes, he's legendary. But, you know, other people played their parts in this as well. Absolutely. You know, um, his wife and children – Lost him during all of this, like we, you know, we think we took a loss for having somebody paving the way for us, but imagine the loss that they suffered emotionally and physically. Yes,
1: because emotionally so they lost him before he even lost their
0: physically.
1: Mm-hmm. Because he was so devoted inside his work.
0: You yes. Know what But he left behind a legacy, nevertheless, if you think about it. Which brings me to this. Dr. King was shot and killed in Memphis, Tennessee on April 4th, 1968. This was a difficult subject to discuss with their children. She saw it best to walk and talk them through such a difficult and devastating event. It was almost like when I was reading, she didn't know how to break it to them so like if you go over to Wikipedia and read in depth on it you will see everything that she did to try to explain to her children like you know dad is gone dad's not coming back and you could just tell just by them telling the story that she she was trying to figure it out the best way she knew how you know But nevertheless, she did it. Nevertheless, um, Coretta continued on with her husband's legacy. She also continued on um, being a very, very prominent and active activist, you know, fighting other issues such as women's rights, LGBTQ rights, and so forth and everything. She passed away on January 30th, 2006 at a a rehabilitation center. In Rosarito Beach, Mexico, the main cause of death is believed to be respiratory failure due to complicated due to complications from ovarian cancer. Author Ron Ramadan I don't want to mess his name up. Ron Ramadan wrote King faced many new and tried King faced many new and trying moments. His refuge was home and closeness to Coretta, whose calm and soothing voice whenever she sang gave him a renewed strength. She was the rock upon his marriage and civil rights leadership, especially at the time of crisis, was founded. So... I wanted to do it this way because a lot of times I do feel like people do forget the women that are involved in these great men's lives. What do you think? What's your perspective?
1: My perspective is that really, we should never forget about the women's who because actually At the end of it all, women are the real true warriors of the whole historical vision of digital advances, uh, entrepreneurs, trendsetters, eye openers, door openers. Mm-hmm. Women's are really that rolling four on that, 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 that front line, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. really gets that addition started. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The men probably come behind and you know what I mean? Put the MSL mess, 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 on and, and do whatever need to be done, you know what I mean? And say as physical fights y'all can't do, we will do. But so far, it's like, uh, I like so it's like
0: saying, a partnership.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to say play chess, not checkers. You get what I'm saying? That's more sort of women's position. That's why the queen always moves more position than the king does. That's why the queen has more power on board than the king does. You know what I'm saying? The Mm -hmm. more option of the game is to protect the king, not protect the queen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, that whole mind option inside the game should also be always implicated inside reality, inside history, or inside anything else that really happens.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: There's most of the women's behind the scenes. And even sometimes even in front of the scenes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying?
0: That that, that covers the whole nine Mm -hmm. yards. That makes sure that
1: Whatever needs to be done is going to be certified and secure. Now the man might go out there and go hunt. He might go out there and bring the big, a uh, bacon to the table. But the woman who's actually the one actually really strategizing, cooking. You know what I'm saying? Preparations, whatever the case may be. Nine times out of ten, that's the woman who's making the organization. That's the woman who's doing all that.
0: All uh, the planning, the organization yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So we should
1: never forget about. It. But once actually, you know what I'm saying? Who,
0: even though they're in the same. And I also give the encouragement for the, you know, for your significant other to go right. out there and even hunt. Right. You want to hunt,
1: you want to hunt too, but in a different way. Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes.
0: You have to work together. Right. Yeah. One hand yeah. the other.
1: I scratch your back, you scratch my back.
0: Mm
1: hmm. Well,
0: my weakness is your strength, my strength is your weakness. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, yin yang, you both come together and make one equal. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's my perception on it. Well, I like it. <laughs> I like it. So I guess I'll take this time out to see if anybody has any questions. Um,. If not, that will conclude this episode of the observation of Dr. King Day. So, thank you for joining me, Jules Crown. And and I hope that you enjoyed this live, airing on cast box. But this episode will be available on all podcasting platforms. Whichever you choose from, whichever you like, it would be available on all podcasts and platforms. I always say you could have been anywhere else, but the fact that you chose to be here listening, we certainly appreciate it over here. This has been the Royal Spotlight on the Royal Ladies Empire podcast.
1: You think so?